Hello, good morning, welcome to another fantastic day. Today is October 4th, and it's going to be a great day. Pura Vida, Wabi Sabi. And today, we talk about all for one, one for all. Word from Marcus Aurelius, he says, That which isn't good for the hive isn't good for the bee. And I forgot to even say, what are you grateful for today? Anyway, back to Marcus. In a word from Ryan Holiday, he says, Inherent to the Stoic concept of sympathia is the notion of an interconnected cosmos in which everything in the universe is part of a larger whole. Marcus Aurelius was one of the first writers to articulate the notion of cosmopolitanism, saying that he was a citizen of the world, not just of Rome. The idea that you're a bee in a hive is a reminder of this perspective. Marcus even states the reverse of the idea latter in his meditations, just so he doesn't forget. <clears throat> Quote, that which doesn't harm the community can't harm the individual. Just because something is bad for you doesn't mean it's bad for everyone. Just because something is good for you definitely doesn't mean it's good for everyone. Think of the hedge fund managers who bet massively against the economy. They profited by rooting for essentially everyone and everything else to fail. Is that who you want to be? A Stoic understands that proper impulses and the right actions that arise from them naturally carry the good of the whole, which is the wise person's only good. Conversely, good and wise actions by the whole are what's good for the individual. So collectively we are connected as a species. We are one total uh, species, one total universe, all collective together. And I think this is fitting too from Meditations from the Road. He says, we must embrace not only the light of life, but also life's darkness. Because there are ebbs and flows. There are yins and yangs. There is white and black. There are uh, is a constant balance in the world of all of the things that are happening. And um, continuing on with Seneca and resilience is our theme. Uh, I want to take a deeper uh, look into some of his teachings uh, exploring resilience and um, the Stoic art of visualization and how these uh, ancient practices can be brought into our modern world and how we can apply some of these today. Uh, Seneca uh, on resilience said it wasn't, uh, it wasn't merely about enduring hardship but using it uh, as fuel for personal growth. And this is uh, having that growth mindset. He famously stated, fire tests gold, misfortune brave men. So to Seneca, facing adversity was not a curse, but an opportunity. And this is the, um, the way that we can use this as, as fuel to any adversity can be used as fuel, um, as an opportunity to learn. Um, adversity is a teacher. And Seneca believed that we can only truly understand our strengths and weaknesses when we're tested. Thus, adversity acts as a revealing teacher, showing us where we must grow. Um, embrace impermanent, impermanence. Understanding that everything is fleeting, including our own lives. This allows us to detach from the highs and lows and see the challenges as mere moments in time. So one of the things that uh, the Stoics talked about, and Seneca in particular, 
um, called it premeditato malorium, which essentially translates into the premeditation of evils. And it was a visualization technique that uh, one imagines a potential negative outcome or outcome of challenges in order to mentally prepare and lessen the emotional impact if an event were to occur. And this is also uh, talked about in Dale Carnegie's book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And he talks about, you know, just imagine the worst case scenario and prepare your mind for it. You know, if it's uh, a child dying or, or something like that, or um, a spouse leaving you, uh, whatever the case may be, you know, just have, um, you know, visualize it and um, see, you know, this playing out. And this will, by visualizing the potential setbacks, uh, you know, one can cultivate a resilience by reducing the shock and the pain of unexpected negative events. Um, so the approach is to spend a quiet moment pondering what could go wrong. Not in a pessimistic sense, but in a, you know, a way to be prepared for something. By understanding this worst case scenario, you can either prepare to mitigate it or accept it. And some of the benefits, um, you know, it reduces anxiety and fear about the future, allowing for a more peaceful and proactive approach to life's uncertainties. We spend much of our time uh, worrying about a lot of things that don't come true. And um, this approach is really just to, you know, prepare your mind for the worst case scenario and be able to accept, you know, will I be able to survive it? Will I, you know, I understand, you know, the worst part is the emotional impact, of course. Um, but other ways that we can, you know, help incorporate this into our lives in practicing this visualization technique is uh, journaling. Uh, take a few minutes a day and jot down some of the challenges and how you would navigate them. And over time, you'll notice patterns and be better prepared for them mentally. Uh, you can approach it with mindfulness and meditation. Uh, strengthen your ability to visualize by practicing regular mindfulness meditations, by focusing on present sensations and gradually introducing controlled visualizations and potential challenges. Um, seek out adversity. You know, challenge yourself regularly, uh, whether it's new hobby, physical activity, or intellectual pursuit. Placing yourself in uncomfortable situations will help you grow. Uh, I like this obviously through you know physical training physical strength i like to run um you know go out challenge yourself uh i've always kind of had a uh, in the back of my mind you know if you seek out at seek adversity or adversity will find you and if you're just sitting back waiting for um you know things to happen that you know life will challenge you in a way that when especially when you're least expecting it and it will force you through adversity. So I think you can actually challenge yourself um, and, you know, have a leg up on any unforeseen events. And um, by doing certain things like physical activities and get yourself in uncomfortable positions, it really helps build that resilience within yourself. Um, regularly engage in stoic text or, you know, biblical scripture or Taoism, you know, read and reflect on these teachings and immersing yourself in these philosophies, you reinforce these principles into your life. Um, so Seneca's teachings, you know, provide this timeless roadmap for building resilience in an unpredictable world. 
And through these visualization techniques and embracing adversity, uh, we steel ourselves against the challenges, uh, but we also grow from them. As Seneca said, it's not because things are difficult that we do not dare. It's because we do not dare that they are difficult. So let's dare to be resilient and prepared and making the most of each day. And these are just timeless words and timeless practices that we can all apply to our daily life. And just for the mere fact of strengthening, strengthening our minds and strengthening our emotional reserve. Uh, we have so much, and I've been through plenty, you know, I've lost people. My brother passed away when I was young. Um, and, you know, I lost my father. These are normal things to go through as you get older, but uh, went through plenty of hard times. Saw a lot of my friends die from opioid um, addiction. And, you know, um, it, you know, it, with each moment and each experience you have, you know, it strengthens your mind. And this is uh, going to make you stronger and more resilient mentally, emotionally, and prepared for uh, even worst case scenarios. Not to say that, you know, not to be a doomer. I'm a, I'm a pragmatic optimi optimist where, um, you know, because I've spent a lot of time in Doomerville and, you know, it really just robs you of a lot of your your life and those moments in life where you could be opportunistic and um, you know be progressing and building and contributing to the the whole um, to the hive if you will um, so it's not good to be caught up in that doom loop it's better that we approach things in a pragmatic way but also prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally for, you know, worst case scenarios. Just <clears throat> the things that we can really take away is just to be, understand that there are going to be hard times that come to you in a full life. And it's how you handle these and how you grow through these that will uh, strengthen your reserve. Um, see these as opportunities. See them as uh, chances to grow. And no matter how difficult it is, they're going to strengthen you. And even, you know, if you lose somebody close to you, uh, which is an unfortunate uh, situation to happen, and it happens to uh, many of us, but if you live a long life, you're going to have this uh, plenty of times, but what you can take, and the one thing I've always uh, remembered is that the, these people, these experiences are transferred into you. Those memories and those experiences that you have with that person are within you, and through them, or through you, they carry on, and it is good to honor them by, you know, uh, respecting them, and, you know, the the, the dead wouldn't want you to mourn forever. They would want you to live your life. And, you know, you, want, you would think that they would want you to be happy, of course, right? Um, the sadness is only in the present moment. But we can use this um, to honor them and to 
remember, you know, their role in our lives and how they made us feel in good times. Um, and in bad times, you know, the, the, um, is the opportunity to learn and grow. Uh, but remember that the, where we are all connected and at the end of the day, we all have the same, uh, ending of the journey. And so, you know, there's no escaping that, but we can, uh, honor and do our best to capture what we can here in these present moments. So I hope this was a, a little helpful for you. Um, and uh, teaching adversity is a, an opportunity and a strength, no matter what it is, even if it's a setback at work, if it's a setback with a relationship, learn from it, grow from it, and build upon it to make a better you tomorrow. Because we can't fix the past. We can only uh, focus, we can only be in the present, and we can only build for the future and you know learn from our past so uh that is all i have for you today i hope you enjoyed this episode it's uh gonna be a wonderful day i hope you know that and um it's programmed in so uh, until next time we'll see you again